0: Speaking of food, Don Jackson Blatner is probably rolling her eyes at all this right now, going, "Oh, please!" Hi, Don. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Hey, listen, I am a good, true Chicagoan. I think pizza is a food group. I love it. And you know what? I think that's great advice to really enjoy your food. I mean, to not just you know eat it without thinking about, it, but eat it like you're a food critic, right? Like I like eat it and taste it and enjoy it. Uh, and move on. I think great advice he had.
0: I remember you gave us some tips during the holidays about how to eat, and yours one of the things was don't graze. Sit down and eat it, you know, with a little, um, I wouldn't say plan, but have a little purpose to your eating, not just as sort of an afterthought, not as, you know, just uh, you're bored and now you're eating. Sit down and eat your food. Didn't you say something like that, Dawn?
1: Oh my gosh, yes, I believe it, and actually that uh, is very much what I do and encourage people to do. During Super Bowl parties where there's lots of grazing, but instead to just have a plate with all your stuff. Put it, pile it up, put it on your plate and really look at it, eat it, chew it, taste it, mean it.
0: Don Jackson Blattner is the author and registered dietitian and nutritionist. DonJacksonBlattner.com. You can follow her on Instagram, DJ Blattner. I know you want to talk uh, Super Bowl fun with us, and maybe some healthy but also delicious foods. Um, if you did a pizza, though, Don, what do you put sausage on there and cheese and stuff?
1: Well, you know, here's the here's the thing. Yes, uh, I feel like when you're having pizza. It's like you put your favorite toppings on there. It's great. If you can, I encourage, I love spinach on my pizza or broccoli or pepper, mushroom, add vegetables when you can. But the biggest thing is just what we were just talking about is to not just wolf it down, like really taste it, enjoy it. So if you have you know a piece of pizza that you love with whatever topping is very different than just like, you know, eating three, five, six pieces and not even tasting it. So I say, you know, eat what you like, but just flow your roll, <laughs> you know?
0: Do you remember last week where somebody sent in and they said, would you ask her what's the best way to do a taco? I've been making veggie tacos with peppers, black beans, spinach, tomatoes. But what is a healthier thing to hold all that in? A corn tortilla? It sounds like this person has the toppings down, right?
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, all the veggies. I really quite love uh, tacos and burritos because you can put so many veggies in there. One vegetable, though, I will tell you, does not get enough respect in a taco, and we need to think about it. It's shredded cabbage. I got to tell you, shredded cabbage uh, is a superfood, first of all. Uh, It's in the same family as kale and Brussels sprouts and broccoli. It's in that same cruciferous vegetable family. And when you shred it really thin, it tastes awesome on tacos. Now, here's, here's the real dietitian answer to this uh, taco question, okay? Other than try, let's everybody eat some cabbage, uh, is tacos are best when you do a taco bowl. Uh, so, I mean, that's no surprise because you can fit a lot more of the vegetables we're talking about, a lot more of the beans we're talking about uh, when it's in a bowl and you just have, you know, a uh, taco shell crumbled up, you know, in there as opposed to having to eat, you know, six taco shells. So technically making it a bowl and crumbling up your taco shell is the best. Um, The other thing is uh, corn tortillas generally are made with whole corn as opposed to the white flour tortillas. So when you're doing more of the soft taco uh, vibes, uh, going with corn over white flour is a great idea.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because you've trained us to look for whole grain on our breads, buns, foods, whatever. I wondered if somebody did a whole grain tortilla. That would be the corn would be the best choice.
1: Corn generally is your best choice uh, because most of the time you're going to find white flour tortillas. Oh yeah, in the store they do have um, whole grain uh, tortillas that you can make like a you know a soft shell taco with. Um, but you know, when you're out, especially, you're almost always white flower.
0: Before I ask you about the Super Bowl, can I ask you of uh, some of our listeners' questions from the last few days? Oh, sure, fun. Three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. Don Jackson Blattner's here until almost twelve noon. It's eleven forty two on WGN. Don Jackson Blattner at three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. Hey, I got a question for Dawn. I rinse the starch out of my oatmeal. Is that necessary? Is the starch in oatmeal good for you or bad for you?
1: You do not need to rinse oatmeal starch. In fact, that you know how when you make oatmeal and it's like really like gloppy and sticky and gooey, that's actually called uh, beta glucan, and that is an incredible type of fiber, type of starch that helps with cholesterol lowering. So you do not need to rinse your oats. In fact, you like them, that sort of goopy, uh, you know, stringy vibes, because that's what's going in to help suck out cholesterol. Really good for us.
0: Hi, Don. What about blood fat triglycerides? I don't know why they're asking that or what that is. What is that all about?
1: Okay, so when you go to your doctor, oftentimes, and they do a physical with you, one of the blood panels they run is called the lipid panel. And so that's what usually tells you your total cholesterol, your HDL, good cholesterol, your LDL, bad cholesterol, and triglycerides. Oftentimes, if you look at your labs, it'll say TG, triglycerides. And generally speaking, people's triglycerides are high if they have a lot of alcohol, in their diet, a lot of sugar in their diet, or a lot of refined white starchy foods in their diet. Sure, of course, it could be genetic and hereditary. So, yes, you know, you don't always have to take the blame. But uh, when I look at labs as a dietitian and I see someone with high TGs or high triglycerides, I am immediately talking about alcohol, sugar, and refined carbs.
0: What does Dawn think of the no sugar, no grain lifestyle?
1: pass me a tissue I'm crying uh, because I do not believe in this because here's why look at people who live the longest in the globe so you know get out of the U.S. and all of the stuff that we tell each other and really look at who are these people living a long time on this globe and guess what it is people who have some but not a ton of grains, and those grains are whole grains. So you don't need this all-or-nothing attitude. In fact, we could definitely cut down, and we could improve the type by going with whole grains. But to take them out of our diet completely, it just doesn't make sense if you are interested in longevity.
0: Thinking about pizzas, if I put green peppers, mushrooms, onions on my pizza, there's three vegetables you want me to have, I think, 100 a day or some ridiculous number. (laughs) Uh, what was it, 30 a week you wanted us to have? Um, 30 different ones, for that matter. But anyway, does their appearance on a pizza, because they're cooked and cooked with the sausage and cheese, does that subtract from their individual nutritional values?
1: Okay, so when you cook vegetables, oftentimes water-soluble vitamins decrease so like yes there's going to be a little less vitamin c in your super cooked pepper a little less vitamin c in your super cooked broccoli but here's the here's the thing all of it counts i mean you do get credit for eating produce if you've had it on your pizza so uh, if you like it i encourage it tremendously we're trying to get three cups of vegetables a day and two cups of fruits a day um and over the course of the week like you were implying uh is we're trying to get 30 different types of plants in our diet. So that's fruits, vegetables, different kinds of beans, nuts, seeds, different kinds of whole grains. All of these things count uh, for that 30 different um, plants a week. But, yeah, I mean, feel good about any vegetables that you're eating, even if they're on a pizza.
0: You said three cups of fruit and two cups of vegetables. What? What have you got there, Don?
1: Okay, so it's three cups of vegetables a day and two cups of fruits a day is the recommended that's,
0: dose. That's five cups of food. I don't I don't do I eat five <laughs> cups of food? That sounds like a lot to me.
1: Yeah. So here's here's a quick way to think about it. So if at breakfast you're having a cup of berries or it could be a piece. A piece or a cup uh, are equivalent. So it could be you have a piece or a cup of fruit at breakfast or in your smoothie or in your cereal. And then as a snack you're having a cup or a piece of fruit. Your fruit is over then, okay and then you look at your vegetables. If I'm having a cup and a half of uh, salad or something at lunch, and then at dinner I'm having a cup and a half of, you know, asparagus or broccoli or you know, whatever, yeah. um, I'm done. So it's basically trying to say at every meal, right, to get that much in, you have to be thinking about, like, is there a fruit or vegetable on my plate? Because I likely can't get to the goal. If I'm not eating it every time
0: I eat, right? And maybe I'm thinking quarts
1: <laughs> instead of cups. Um, <laughs> yeah, a cup is not as big it's as. You not, it's not. It's not that yes. much.
0: And by the way, your idea no. of putting cabbage on a taco, to me, if it's fresh cabbage, that would add a little yes. crunch to it, a little bite. Yes. That I, I like the sound of that. That I am going to try and um, incorporate that. Don Jackson Blatner's on a phone line. Don, give me some fun foods to eat or not eat or to make for my Super Bowl shindig.
1: Okay, I have a fabulous menu to pitch you. Okay, here we go. A lot of these things are just packed with vegetables, but it's not like your traditional veggie tray. So I'm going to give you a menu and ideas that have nothing to do with a veggie tray but have lots of vegetables, okay? So the first one is chili. Think about this. Chili is a major Super Bowl food, and what do you have in there? You have peppers, you have onions, you have garlic, you have tomatoes, you have beans. These are huge superfoods for a Super Bowl. And so I'm a huge fan of chili. Um, so anyway, I'm going to a Super Bowl party and I'm trying to pitch me bringing a chili. So anyway, <laughs> love that. The other thing is, you know, what's a major Super Bowl food? Are wings, okay? So a great swap here to still get the vibe is to do a skinless drumsticks. So you get a lot more protein on there. And you can still have, you know, your buffalo sauce and everything. But what I also like is when you're doing wings, they usually come with celery and carrots. Yep. Uh, so you can have some celery and carrots out with some, like, yogurt ranch and doing these buffalo chicken drumsticks instead of uh, eating all the skin of the wings. So I love that one. All right, now listen to this. I, when I'm at parties, I love that seven-layer bean dip that they have out, right? That, to me, is one of my favorite, like, secret healthy foods because it's beans, which are incredibly great for us. They're one of the highest fiber foods you can possibly eat. And so it has beans and it has, like, guacamole for good fats. You can use Greek yogurt instead of sour cream for healthy probiotics. And then you have all the tomatoes and olives and green onions on there. It's actually a very uh, superfood-packed thing to eat. So you got chili you got chicken drumsticks with some carrots and celery and yogurt ranch. You've got the seven-layer bean dip. Now, I have a fabulous spinach artichoke dip that I make with yogurt. I put it on my Instagram stories in case anyone wants the recipe. I love this. And instead of using, like, packets of seasoning and salt and all sorts of Greek yogurt, actual real spinach, actual real garlic, some Parmesan cheese, and this is the best. And it's spinach dip. You're secretly eating spinach. I mean, people love spinach dip and it's spinach. So love that. And um, you can pair that with, when you're at the store and you're in the cracker aisle, there are crackers that are made with brown rice and different kinds of seeds like chia seeds, flax seeds, hemp seeds, sesame seeds. And so these are called multi-seed crackers that you can serve the uh, spinach dip with. You're getting like major nutrition there. And then I thought, oh, gosh, this sounds like a great menu. But, I mean, I need something a little sweet on that table. What would I put? And this, I going to tell you, is.
0: Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Well, hey,
1: I, no, I like that. m are fun. Those are fun. I love, and I forgot about this, I love black bean brownies with walnuts. So walnuts are a superfood for brain health. They have great, great, great fats. And brownies, you can get a regular brownie mix in the store and you can take a can of black beans and put those things together puree the black beans and the and the package of brownie mix and you can make brownies with just those two ingredients you don't have to add oil or eggs or anything else and then you're getting a brownie you're getting you know it still has sugar in it but you're also getting some beans in there and you're getting some walnuts in there for brain health i love that as a dessert and i love brownies so I think that would be a fabulous Super Bowl menu.
0: I want to go to Don's party. It's 1154. Hey, Don, I eat about three cups of grape tomatoes every day. Good or bad?
1: Hey, I'm going to give you a great grade for that because grape tomatoes are very good for us. The only thing to consider is what I always talk about is that variety is what ends up being our biggest benefit for gut health, which helps with our immunity. Right. And so... Yes, do that, um, and consider switching out a cup for cucumbers or pods, or, you know, any other kind of vegetable to stack just for the variety factor.
0: Kevin is sitting in our studios, and he's our big food consumer and enjoyer guy and yeah. cooker. And trying to get in shape uh, <laughs> I've purchased some protein powder recently. Everywhere I look now, though, all the proteins have this Collagen peptides—I don't know if that's if that's exactly right—but it's collagen, and it seems to be in all the protein powders these days. Is—is is there a benefit there, or what, what exactly is going on with the with the collagen peptides in the protein?
1: Yeah, okay. Two things here. One, you're always better off getting protein from whole foods. So if I'm going to encourage anyone, I'm going to say eggs, cottage cheese, yogurt, chicken, fish. You know, anything you can do that's whole food. If you are still falling short on protein amounts, then it's time to start considering a protein powder. Now, all protein powders are so different because different types of proteins have different types of amino acids. So it's not a great idea to only do collagen protein if you are somebody who is looking for muscle growth and total amino acid proteins. It's great for skin health. It's great for joints. It's a great add-in collagen. It's a great add-in to a protein powder for its extra benefits. But it is not a complete protein that would take the place of a traditional protein powder like for after a workout. Right, But an add-on, it's great.
0: But Kevin sounds like he's concerned about that as an ingredient. There's no reason to worry about that. No, I'm not not concerned. It's just that the protein powder I purchased had it in it. So... You know, and I, oh, I just do good. it sometimes. I just sometimes I make a protein shake instead of a meal and I'll throw a bunch of stuff in it and I use the powder. And I was just wondering, I guess, the benefits of of the collagen.
1: Yes. So, okay. So, clarification is great that you have a protein powder that's either like whey or it's a pea protein or it has a whole food protein as its base. And then the collagen is just added in. That's great. Now, collagen has benefits. And those are suggested to be good for skin health and for joints and tendons and ligaments. So a lot of people will say, Hey, I started noticing when i am taking collagen more, I feel like my skin feels healthier and I feel like my joints after workouts are hurting or sore less. Hmm. So I think it's a great add in, um, you know, for your protein powder. And anytime you're making a protein shake, the biggest thing is exactly what you said. I love what you said is that you're adding all sorts of goodness in. So it's, you know, the base of your uh, protein, great, have the protein powder. And then add your spinach or cauliflower or berries or other kinds of uh, fruits and vegetables to really make that a whole food, um, you know, opportunity. I think that's great.
0: We are out of time. Kevin, I'm glad we we're able to cover that. Don, I've got more questions I'm going to ask you next week. Pete wants to know the best way to wash vegetables. And 847 says, I'm cooking with virgin olive oil more frequently when I saute veggies. Should I worry about the added oil? Let's pick it up with those questions next Thursday. Is that okay?
1: Ooh, that sounds great. Yes, I would love that.